Hi, I'm Dan Whedon, and this is Unleashed the Podcast, episode number 12. This is a narration of my October 2020 column for the Kitsap Sun, for the Kitsap Business Journal. The title is Trick or Treat with your balance sheet. I loved Halloween as a kid. Heck, I still love it today as an adult. That being said, trick-or-treating as a kid was the best. It wasn't even about the candy. For me, it was all about the costumes and dressing up. The first real costume I remember was somewhere about five or six years old when I dressed up as Captain America. I had the plastic face mask, the tacky suit of armor, and the big shield, all ready to go to battle at the neighborhood homes, exclaiming, Trick or treat! I seem to recall only getting treats, no tricks. And my disguise was always the best part of the fun. 2020 has been full of tricks. It seems that the tricks came disguised as all sorts of monsters and ghouls, a global pandemic, political upheaval, racial and social strife, and all sorts of other calamities that seem bent on piling on. The treats have seemed few and far between at times. While it seems like uncertainty is at an all-time high, it really isn't. Each day isn't guaranteed, and the events, even though they may seem planned and structured, can be upended by any number of things both good and bad. Uncertainty can become calamitous when we're not prepared. It's one thing to forget to stock up on those candy treats for your scary visitors on October 31st. It's quite another to be blindsided by a crisis and not prepared to deal with it. Less than 15% of small and medium-sized businesses have a written business continuity plan. That means for those of you who are business owners reading or listening to this column or podcast, about 9 out of 10 of you aren't prepared to effectively prevent, respond to, or recover from the next crisis that comes your way. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that nothing is off the table when it comes to crisis for your business. As you prepare to build your 2021 strategy over this final quarter of the year, it would be negligent to leave off how you plan to protect your property, people, and profitability moving forward. Why do I say it's negligent? Simple. Your employees and customers are dependent on your operations for their livelihood and business pursuits. We know there are always going to be crises that pop up. Just as we plan a household to evacuate the home in case of fire, and you do that, right? Why wouldn't we prepare our company for the next peril? I'd like to share a very simple three-step strategy to defending your assets and balance sheet. Step one, identify what's exposed to loss. That means tangible assets like buildings, property, inventory, equipment, vehicles, technology, and humans. That's right, your employees are critical assets and can be damaged. You also have intangible assets exposed to loss, including proprietary information, 
intellectual property, trademarks, and your reputation and brand value. Meet with your team to help you brainstorm all that you own that could be in peril. Step two, assess the impact. Now you know it can be damaged or lost. The next step is to answer the question, how bad will it hurt? The reality is that some of your assets are more in risk than others, and that some perils, for example, fire, cybercrime, water damage, are more probable than others. The job here is to measure the quantitative and qualitative impact. Quantitative means numbers, revenue, profit, wages, client count, inventory levels. Qualitative is harder to measure but is as impactful. Employee morale, reputation, brand. Think of the most recent pandemic. What has impacted your business even though you may not have suffered a physical loss? Assessing the impact of damage means thinking outside of the box. It requires asking hard questions about what you must do the next day if you no longer have access to property, people, or market. Step three, implement and monitor your strategic planning. This is where great plans often stall. Now that you've identified what's at stake and analyzed how bad it can be, you must put measures into place to prevent, respond, and recover. Fair warning, this can really pull from your time and staff resources. In the end, this planning and implementation might just save your business. I encourage you to utilize the help of experts. You will likely know many of them, people who are skilled in technology, risk management, human resources, finance, supply chain, and safety. This is no time for home gamers. It takes a team to implement strategies around loss control. Remember sending your children out on Halloween? You made them take safety precautions, including flashlights, warm clothes, human chaperones, and checking candy before consuming. None of that was fun, but you valued their safety. Take the same due diligence and improve your capabilities by implementing your strategies and getting help from those who have expertise where you don't. Bottom line. Getting started is the hardest part. You must invest time and resources into the process. It's not viewed in the same light as growing revenue. However, just like in sports, defending your goal is as important, if not more, than scoring. We know there's always a next calamity. Why not take the time to be ready? By doing and implementing these three steps. You will begin the process of assuring that the next time a crisis knocks on your door with a loud boo, you will be in a position to respond with a treat. I'm Dan Whedon. This was episode number 12 of Unleashed the Podcast. You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Thanks for listening, and be well. And of course, be unleashed.